podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts, and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cop are champions of Europe once again. And welcome to this week's episode of Pop and Fracas, part of the Twist on Fracas Network. I am your host, Chris, and today I am joined by actually, it's making their um, video debuts uh, on the now YouTube channel that we have. Of course, as you can see us right now, I'm going to do a little bit of a wave like a, like a turd. Uh, I am joined by Fahi. Hi, how you doing? You know, I've, I look really bad on camera, so I'm really not a fan of us being on camera, but I'll, I'll you know. <laughs> Like, well, this is the thing, because I remember when we started doing it, um, Elle literally messaged me about 10 minutes before. And he was like, my camera's not working. Could you do it instead? Uh, and I don't know yeah. why. I made, the mis- I made the mistake of shaving that day. Um, so it was like Copper and Fracas featuring a 12-year-old in there. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bro, it's a bit mad. And like, you know, this is the worst time to kind of go on video. I've not had a trim in three months. So it's mad, man. It's peak. But, you know, we, we do it for our fans. We do it for our listeners. Exactly. We, for the love of the game. That's, that's why we do oh, it. For the game. <laughs> um, also making his video debut, I have the general, the chief himself, Ellis. What's going on, man? How are you? I, how are you doing, sir? I'm well, sir. I'm well. I need a haircut like far, he said. And I was one three months. Uh, so it's all mad out here, man. But yeah, yeah I'm man. well. Come July, we'll all be back in the barbershop chair. Do it is, I don't down. know, man. I don't know because, like... Your barber's been out of action for a few months and his hands are very good right away. You know what I mean? You've got away, you might just mess up your hairline and all that. So true. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to sport in the you know 2002 Ronaldo haircut. <laughs> you know what I mean? First day out. <laughs> it's not what you want, is it really? <laughs> no, nah, it's not really. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> of course, I'm also joined by Joe. The champ is here. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. good, mate. Yeah. How are you? You look uh uh, it's, it, you know what? It's 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 
we're here now and then we're, we're ready to do battle so um let's just let's just get let's just get straight to it himself there you know <laughs> well, well, well what i really wanted to say i can't say because my kid's like two doors away and <laughs> what i don't what i don't want is for it to be repeated later on so um, hey, true it's popping downstairs uh, like uh mommy why is daddy recording the war dub in the uh room two doors down <laughs> Um, last but last but not least, joined by by, uh, by us in his magnificent garden, um, we have Anik. Is it going, Chris? You alright? I'm good, thanks, mate. How about you? Yeah, yeah. Another day in paradise. That's what I like to call it. Um, null and void army, keeping quiet. So that's always good, mate. And, uh, yeah, they've gone back into hiding now because they know it's inevitable. Um, exactly. Apart from apart from fancy football, where null and void should be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you win. And I've literally only said that just to antagonise Farhi himself. So, um, <laughs> speaking of antagonising, um, this has been the hot topic since God. When was this news released? Was it Friday, Saturday? I don't know what days are anymore. So yeah, for that like Thursday or something. Yeah, last Thursday. Is that that long yeah. ago? Is that how long yeah. we've been arguing this point for? In, in Literally. Yeah. yeah, we've been arguing every day. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, mainly, mainly it's been Joel shouting at himself and Farley <laughs> chipping in. <laughs> and, then, and then Mark being like, why are you doing this? What he's making? He's telling you why to do you? this. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Ellis, Ellis. Ah! Ah! Just, ah! Just to the screen. It's something, I think you've got something on your nose. I'm just trying to ah! figure out what it is. Ah, get away, man. Oh, okay, man. Never, never mind. It was, it was browner, it's browner than usual. Never mind. Oh, God, the uh, the company men versus the, the renegades, as it were. Um, wow. So, yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about it then. Um, we've had conversations with Bundesliga experts in the past few weeks, um, talking about signing specific players from that league. One of them in particular was Timo Werner of RB Leipzig. Um, it's a player that a few of us have been advocating for, not me. Um, so I have no horse in this You're battle. So guy. I'm all good, man. Nasty guy. <laughs> <laughs> if the other guy goes to Chelsea, though, I will probably kill myself. So there's, there's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, it's a guy that we've been, I think, loudly confident in saying that we're going to secure. Um, you know, we've done a lot of talking about it being a bargain fee and whatnot. And then the news comes out on Thursday that Chelsea have somehow come to the front of the queue, willing to pay all the money up front uh, for, I think, believe is a £50 million release clause, which is about €55 million Euros, uh, for Timo Werner. And that looks more than likely to go through as the release clause only has about another week on it uh, to be activated. So let's get into the nuts and bolts of it. The main reason that we apparently haven't sanctioned or made this transfer yet is due to a lack I'll put quotation marks on if you're on video you can see me doing the air quotations uh, a, a lack of funds um, so who wants to kick us off with this conversation then? Fahi do you want to go first? I, I mean I think I should go after um, the company man? Uh, after the company man and after Joe because I feel as if I'm going to try and bring a bit of realisation to the topic Okay. You know, sense. Hopefully, I don't know. It, it, it depends on what Joe ends up actually saying. 
I've got some good stats actually. actually. You know what? Let me pull this. Let me quickly pull this up, and it's gone off my feed. Uh, but L, you, you kick us off with the with the conversation. So obviously, um, it's, it's been a bit of a hot. As as we said, it's been a hot topic mm. for us in the group. Um, again, I think we've all kind of had the notion that we need to sign probably a forward. A forward, um, and yeah. probably about two or three players Not in a general. Forward, a, a striker, because we have forwards. A striker, no, we, we a number nine, forward. a real striker, a goal getter, someone who's going to go, take their chances, and score goals. Score, score, more than, score more than 15 or 10 Premier League goals. Someone who's going to score 18 19, 20 goals a season and not someone mm. who's going to score 15 collectively all across the board uh, during the season. So a striker, I don't say forward because that leaves up for interpretation. We're saying an actual striker, someone who's going to sniff out the goals, who's going to put them away, especially when chances on goal are at a premium in those difficult games. So mm. say striker, don't say forward. Do, do I, the reason why I'm saying forward is because if Mane or Salah somehow are not playing or are injured or whatever we need someone to to take to um you know take over their pace on the wing and their creativity so the reason why i say forwards because we need someone who can play across the front line and um okay the reason the reason why i say striker is because mm. where are we going to find a forward so a wing someone who can play across the front three like money and salad does at that production or even a snippet of that production which we don't there's not really too many of them available so your best sport your best my 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 thing was always been the best bet is always just going out and getting a striker because you know their their whole being is about getting goals sniffing out chances and putting them in the back of the net whereas you might need something a little bit different from a forward where you would expect them to come down drop deep and you know um, help be some sort of a creative hub in the midfield where we just need someone to just banging goals to consolidate the goals that we're gonna miss um, from Man from Mane or Salah. But um, go go ahead. That, that that's just my my general thinking. I I agree I agree with that notion as well. I do agree with that. I'm not gonna lie. We do need a striker up front who's gonna who's a better finisher than Firmino. Firmino is a great player, but he's not the best finisher. So we do need someone who's a prolific finisher. Um, how much are how much do they cost in the market? A lot of money. Do we have a lot of money? No. Um, so Liverpool right now have to play the market very smartly, which is what Mike Edwards, Joe's favourite friend. Uh, okay, how but, do we not have any money? Why don't we have any money, Ellis? Well, how are we broke? How are we broke? I don't think I don't think we're broke. I don't think we've come out and said we're broke. I think I think the uh, owners have looked at it and looked at how much money we've lost from coronavirus, how much money that has not come in. Um, they've looked at the money they were supposed to get from, let's say, Wilson or Shakiri, They've looked at clubs that they were going to sell to and they probably are not going to buy at the price that we want. So don't forget, a lot of sales, a lot of uh, whatever we bought is going to be dependent on sales. So regardless of what we've done in the last financial year, that's probably used however the, the club owners have used it. So I don't, think, I don't think we're broke. I just think we're trying to be smart with our money. Which is I, what I think yeah. as well. Like when, what, what we're trying to build as a football mm. club, and I think it's been that way for for a while, is that self-sustaining model, Correct. where you don't you know play without you don't play outside of your means. Um, 
and so, so sell, so sell to buy is what you mean. So our model has always been that. I mean, we've always wanted that self-sustaining model where we um, we try to sell players off our profit, um, but then we also you know try to make a little bit. Um, we also try to be a little bit more smarter in the in, in the in the transfer market. But how long from where we were before, um, maybe post um, Hodgson, post Rogers to where we are now, where we're posting all these record breaking profits and all those sponsorship deals left, right and center to where we're champions of Europe, um, about to be champions of the league and we're still operating at a um, sell to buy um, model. What's wrong with um, that? No, no, no. But, but my, my, my thing is this, look, when you have a situation like a unique situation where we are right now, where we have the, and I have to use my, my words carefully here, we have the opportunity to continue to press our competitors and keep them in that small little box of 20, 30 plus points just keeping them away from, from where we are and then going on to win possible multiple league titles. Sometimes you have moments where you need, you, sometimes you may have high leverage moments like this where you just have to just go out there and just push the boat a bit. Now, I'm not saying go out and bankrupt the, the club, but we didn't spend any money um, over how many windows. Um, and I'm thinking, well, if you're talking about the, if we're talking about the losses that we've made during, um, during Corona, Fair. That, that's that's an okay point, but to come out as a club and say, for con- we you know un- for, because we are under financial constraints, that's the reason why we can't purchase a fifty million pound player that's pretty much going at a snippet. I don't. I for me, I, I I need you guys to help me understand where we can put we can keep the pressure on everybody else and it's effectively just stretch away from from the rest of the pack. Why is it that every time we get the chance to do that, we never do it? Something always happens. And I don't know if, if it's something that we can control. I don't know whether it's just the model, the business model. But why do we never like grasp the opportunity to just pull away from and be and be actual pack leaders and just separate ourselves from the rest of the, 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 the bunch? Why do we always get to that line but then falter at the line and then we, you know, we're two steps back or we take a step back? Why, why is that? We've we've never had Klopp. In all those years, we've never had Klopp. You've you've never seen a team get eighty-two points at thirty games played. You've never seen a team get ninety-seven points at thirty-eight games played. So are you saying games. are you saying that model sustain that that way of thinking is sustainable going into next season when the likelihood is everybody else once again will have mm. taken those? So here's the best way for me to put it. So Liverpool and City were like maybe here. And everybody mm-hmm. else were here, yeah, so maybe a season ago or two seasons ago. Right? You're being mm-hmm. very kind, by the way. We should. We should <laughs> I, I should go. Look, okay, I'll go. Basically, I'll, I just want everyone to be able to see it. So I'll go here. Okay. Yeah. And what happens every season is, right? We're pretty much staying the same. So we have the same core. We don't really change anybody. We we just kind of just keep it the same. Mm-hmm. But then every season, people are improving their team. Okay. Not just necessarily. Bit, but uh, I mean. If, if you take into the context of where we are now, where, mm-hmm. okay, City are like, I'll say, I'll say we're like this with City, okay? And by virtue of 
just pure excellence last season and being lucky with our injuries, we managed to put them to the, to the title. They are going to come back full force. We don't know what's going to happen with their um, transfer ban. We don't know whether or not they're going to they're, they're going to bust case. But if they do, best believe they're going to spend another 100 mil on a fullback and then go get, get some attackers. And let's be real, their squad will be like this above us. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's like, okay, let's keep pace. Let's let's keep up with it. Let's not stagnate. Let's not stay, stay, the, stay the same where everybody else is getting better little by little or our, comp- our nearest rival, quote unquote, is going to go ahead and go streets away from us again. And then we have a situation where our players are forward line. They're, they're mature now. I think they're hitting their peak. So Mane and Salah are respectively around 28. Um, and Firmino, I think he might be around 27 or 28 himself. Um, and I've always said we need to bring new, we need to bring fresh new ideas within that club for us to be able to have that air of unpre- like being unpredictable. We were predictable before, but we were yeah. Go ahead. Is that not Minamino? Yo, all right, see, I'm, I, I'm pissed off now. You, you guys go ahead. I'm pissed off. I'm asking. <laughs> The point I'm making is while everybody will be improving and no doubt be, be, be getting the, like, making the improvements to the places where they need to, we're pretty much going to be the same. But then can we really run that risk of saying, okay, we're going to stay with the same um, group and core and then perform at that same level the following season when everybody is getting everybody else is improving that mm. risk you don't want to you don't want to mess with that risk because we have already seen that one injury one injury away going to deal with a Dejan Lovren or one injury away from us having to have a um, uh, Divock Origi as our starting centre for you know for the foreseeable future if Bobby's out or if Salah's out if Mane's out and we know if Salah is out and Mane is out our production in front of goal is absolutely done so when yeah. you're when you're coming with that mindset, it's like, okay, why is it that you are now, you find yourself now in financial straits when you can literally, literally just pull away from everybody else? With that one signing, pull away from everybody else. Why can't we get that over the line? Why do we always falter? I get, I get what you mean, Joe. I think, I, I think in the point of seeing people spend money and pump it into different things, we said we had this exact same conversation in last summer why we didn't spend any money and you know, United were going out buying Maguire. Uh, City went out and spent a lot of money again. Um, shit, I mean, what? Arsenal went and spent 70 million on Pepe and man were complaining, thinking they were going to get better. But it, it's, no, it, is, it is a difficult one because I think for this specific summer, uh, and Anik, I'll let you jump in after this as well. I did think, yeah. we, need, I think we needed an extra, an extra player in the front three just to freshen things up a little bit. And when the drop-off from, you know, the front three is to a Shakiri level or an Origi level where the production isn't necessarily there and, you know, one of them doesn't have a functioning scalp. It's like... <laughs> it's like... what? <laughs> it's like, what's the point there? Um, go on, Anik. I'll let, you, I'll let you jump in, mate. So I think, like... You know, it's been, what, three, four months now since we haven't played. And I think, you know, it is a risk, you know, coming back in and playing all these games in quick succession. You know, any one of the front three can pick up an injury. And I just think, coming off the back of what you said, Chris, 
if there is an injury there to our front three, we don't have anyone that can come in and, you know, step up to the level that Mane, Salah and Firmino have. I don't even think we play a 4-3-3, to be honest with you. I think we play a 4-3, Mane, Salah, Firmino. I don't think anyone can come into the front three and do the sort of job that they do. So it just doesn't really make sense to me as to why we haven't got someone in to that level. I think it's going to take time for Minamino to develop, if he can. I think Shakiri, no, nah, he's not going to step up. And, you know, to be honest, neither is Origi. So it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I would have expected, especially with the way things have panned out the past couple of years, you know, winning the Champions League, very close to winning the league. Um, you know, all the revenue that's been generated, the new night kit deal. You think, look, go out and, you know, get get some sort of signing to to help us. And I think coming on to next season now, you know, as Joe was showing with all the levels, I think at the start of next year, everyone's at the same level. Everyone's got, you know, in theory, the same chance of winning the league. And in terms of looking at the competition, I think we need to look to, like, future-proof our team. And I think our closest rival would probably be City. And, you know, they've, I know they've got all the money in the world and they've got, you know, a number of wingers that can come in and do the job for them. And they've also got two centre-forwards that can come in and do the job for them. And, you know, there's just every, there's every chance that, you know, we could go on and win the league. Well, we are more than likely going to go on and win the league this year. But then looking ahead to next season, you know, do we, do we have that future proofing in place? That's my only concern. To be honest, okay. No, so I've got fair. a question for Ellis. At this current moment in time, are you comfortable with us not signing? Like, are you okay with us not signing anyone? Because no, of course. How you communicated the past couple of days? Every time we say something, it's always been twenty-five points. Or... Yeah, but the the thing is, it was my my point of view was more like everyone was losing their head because we didn't get Werner. That's not to say we're not going to get another forward. Yeah. Of course, okay, of course we're going to... But who? 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 Uh, uh, okay, so Joe... Who? So, uh, uh, listen, 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 listen. No, it's fine. Right. Look, let's, let's keep it. Let's, let's be real. Let's, let's be honest, right? Like, his name could be... I don't know. Whatever name it could be. The point here is, at that production, at that level, and the guy was literally... I don't know if, if you guys have seen the... Um, the um the Nelly video, flap your wings, where the girls are literally just dancing in feathers in front of the guy, trying to basically you know bring them in. Timo has been doing that for the last year and a half, probably even two years. Yeah, and he was doing, he was doing that. He was doing that channel. You after dark. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was ridiculous. And it's not so much Werner in itself, but it's more the fact that listen, where are we going to find a player of that sort of production, that sort of elk, for that sort of money anywhere else? Anyone else will say we want 70 mil, we want 80 mil. We're even being quoted um, 90 mil for Kai Havertz. And I don't even know, like, I love him to bits, but I don't know if he's going to come up with 20 goals a season. I would like to think maybe he's got the potential to do so. But that's like the next level that we're looking at as far yeah, as playing. But, so, so when you're saying we're going to bring someone in, bro, we're going to, we're prob- at this rate, we're probably going to go in and go and get someone like Callum Wilson. No, we won't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, but this is this is where this is where we are. Like we no, is, Joe, 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 Joe,
Doesn't Callum Wilson fit your 15 goals a season builder? Yeah, that's what he gets. But he's never, but he's never there, and he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna cost north of thirty-five million. Why are we just? And it's like, why? Why, why, why are we talking about Callum Wilson? I, did, yeah. like, but it's, I don't. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like there isn't that that quality and that production. No, it's Joel, not Joel. easy to find. And when, and when you do find it, the, the exactly, and and the, and the person, the person who has to do it gets paid good money to do it. Fam, he's probably got a list of ten. Who? Who? I don't know. I'm not a scout. Are you? Are you I'm, talking about? Are you talking about Michael Edwards? Are you talking about? Michael yeah, Edwards? Um, that's who I'm talking about. Right. So, fam, he he has a job to look for. Let's say, let's let's for instance, let's just put another ten forwards who have who are quick, who can play on the left or on the right, who can do this X, Y, and Z, who have a certain amount of touches in the box. There's a list of them. Yeah, sure, we're gonna end that. up with we're gonna end up with Memphis to pay. I can uh, fine. Uh, fine. He's a good player. I'll take him in. He's didn't a good uh, player. Did, fan. Didn't, didn't we all say last season that we wouldn't mind him? Sure, we did. Yeah, but, but that was for backup, not for not not to start. You're well, this, this is what we, isn't this what we isn't this what we need though? If we're if we're saying no, no, no. The listen, if me listen, we have to. Okay, so this will probably be another segment, but I don't, I don't, I don't. I think we need to we need to start looking for the future as in someone who's going to come in. And pretty much start adding the production um, right next to Mane, Mane and Salah. Um, Firmino's not going to be able to cut that. So in my, I'm thinking, listen, even if you bring Werner in, and this, and I'm just saying, this could just be anyone who is as available that is of that elk. You know that they are young and they have the ability to produce at the high level. But then, when it's time for us to move away from the way that we play with um, Firmino. We know that he's gonna he's gonna be a shoe in. He will know the system, and he'll just come in and start clapping goals straight away. I don't, I don't, I would like to think we do not think we're gonna proceed in the future and continue to win with Firmino up front. That's of course, shit. but that, well, that is to, not that Joe, is not Joe, Joe, you're you're thinking very simplistic, isn't it? Because you're not thinking that the club. Okay, can't... all right, go ahead. Wait, wait, hold let's, on, let's, hold on. Let's, let's hear, let's hear, it. let's hear it. Yeah, you're not thinking that the club would want to future proof the team. I mean. For argument's sake, they did bring in uh, Minamino, who's twenty-four. Yeah, right. he's twenty-four. Then they're looking, they're looking to add more young players from the from the youth team into the team. Don't forget, you got Ellis's boy Brewster. Yeah, you got my boy Brewster. But uh-huh. but you look at, but they are, but they are, they are looking to bring in players who can take over the front three. So let, let's keep it a buck, man. They're not gonna, they're not gonna sit down and say, oh yeah, we're gonna wait for like Salaman, Salamane and Firmino to get to like thirty-five. Then think, oh yeah, time to change the front three. That, that wouldn't make sense, would it? But you got to look at it in the medium term as well. It's like, okay, the league, you know, more than likely is ours. But with the way our team is, do you think that next year we can go on and challenge the same no, way? No, no. We, but we, my argument is, we do need a forward in it. My argument has always been, fan man are losing their brain cells because of Werner. Obviously, we're going to look to get a forward. That Leipzig said they want fifty million up front. 50 million up front. Not Maybe the club don't... Uh, we don't have that. <laughs> Literally, we don't have the 50 million up front. That, that's what the argument is. It's not that we're not going to get someone. We'll get someone. I don't know who in it. Obviously, Bro, I haven't been tasked. I'm not, I'm not, saying, well, I'm not I, saying we're not going to get someone. I'm saying for the production and for the ability and for the price... Okay. Yeah, that means, bro. That I don't know Klopp, where. I don't know Klopp, where we're Klopp gonna thought, get. If Klopp wanted him, if Klopp wanted him, don't you think Klopp would have fought tooth and nail to get him? If he would have thrown a fit, he would have got him. You know what I'm saying? If he said so, no, so, I want him. So what you're saying is, what you're saying is, it the buck stops with Klopp. As as far as this situation, 
for not putting his foot down and saying we need to bring this guy in. I'm not saying the box stops with anyone. I'm just saying that we don't have 50 million up front to get to Leipzig. Ah. And though, don't forget, Liverpool have been linked with a couple forwards. They were linked with the, the Nigerian forward in Lille. Then they were linked with... Um, Ossiman, awesome, man. That's, that's your yeah. country, man. He's a bad boy. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I like him. I, 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 he, think, I think he's, he's actually got 18 goals. He fits your criteria listen, very well. I think he's good. <laughs> however, 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 Pepe came from Lille. Pepe came from Lille. And the last thing I want is for them to turn around and say, listen, we want 60 mil for Osman. And then Osman comes in and then we're talking about um, well, he um, he dribbled past Mustafi, so like listen, bro, bro. At like, the end of yo, the day, if we're, if we're, right, that's the same thing with Vernon. Vernon no, no, no. Vernon's been doing this for a minute. Same, so same doing as Kater. Don't minute. forget, don't forget, Kater came from Germany, and we was like, fam, when he comes in, he's gonna do a. But you can see, games. even when, for, for you, whenever you I see Kater play, I can't see. Actually, no, we, we can't even. We, we're not even. We're not even going to Kater. But my point is yeah, this: that's what I'm saying. For, fam, for, the, so for the production and for the money. I don't Agreed. know. I don't see I where we're gonna where we're gonna get anyone of that production and that quality. I, I don't see. It. I, I, I do. I, I do agree with the with the fee with the fee part. I think for fifty mil, for fifty mil in any market, um, it's good. That's good it's, money. It's good. It's good value, and yeah, you can yeah. see why Chelsea have jumped on it. And to be fair, of course, I'm surprised that more clubs didn't jump jump on it in the first place. And I can see why mm-hmm. he's also got cold feet because he was close to going to Bayern last year. They never they never knocked that. on the door, innit? He's always yeah. like the yeah. he's always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is that down to him or is that down to the fact that um, uh, fam, is it, is it, is that RB Leipzig are like crazy, <laughs> crazy difficult negotiators? I gotta get these digs in while I can, you know, before we switch up to other topics. <laughs> yeah, I, I, obviously, I don't know if it's if it's him or if it's Leipzig, I'm not too sure, but all I know is that we ain't got that P to give Leipzig. I don't think now. it's this is the thing, I don't think it's a Leipzig thing because I mean, we, I mean, Joe, you're on last week, we spoke to Chris and we know that Liverpool. Michael Edwards, your good friend, and I can't, whoever the sporting director is for uh, the Red Leipzig. Bull group or Leipzig, they have a really good relationship. So, yeah. again... But, it, but, but at the end of the day, business is business. They this have, is the, this if, is the if thing. They're saying, if they're saying part of, the, part of the, the clause is 50 mil up front, which, which I understand because I think it's, it's, it's smart because they understand, listen, this, this kid, is, he's a killer. So, if we're, if we're going to lose him on the cheap, we might as well get all the money we possibly can up front. And then that, what that does is it gives us enough time to actually be able to go out and invest in the squad, which makes sense. So, so yeah. I mean, it's smart form though. It's However, the, it's, that's, the, that's, say- that's the thing, you've, that's the point you've made is if they get 50 mil, that, if they get all the 50 mil up front, they can then reinvest that how they do in their normal market. Whereas right. if they were just getting 25 mil from us, they right. can't, they, then they have to do what we're doing in terms of trying to get goals and assists yeah, and replicating yeah. and players. Oh, okay, and so... Do, do, do you feel that that situation, once it got to that point with the expertise extraordinaire of Michael Edwards, that he couldn't have negotiated, he couldn't have sorted it out, he couldn't yeah, but, have, couldn't have broken, broken the deal? Yeah, but... Uh, to break it uh, I feel as if we're, we're, we're seeming to forget this was an extraordinary circumstance. Like, the situation itself was unprecedented like no one was expecting this to happen right forget one for a second from january onwards do you think anyone at the club thought that football would be turned off for three months <laughs> do you know what i'm saying in, in, no in, money will come in. in january the club were trying to plan a pre-season game in china exactly yeah all right so, so so next point when you're when you're planning to buy players you're also thinking about outgoings right yeah mm-hmm. we're in june right now june 9th 
Um, Werner's release clause ends in the 15th, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So is it, is it next? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think is it, yeah. is it next? I think it's the 15th or 16th? Is it next Friday? Yeah. Whichever one next Friday is. Okay, so, so between the end of the season and the release clause of Werner's being triggered, there's enough time for us to kind of plan out who's going and where they're going to, right? So we had an idea in our heads that, okay, Jordan Shakiri, you are going. Adam Lalana, you're leaving us. So that's five million a year being saved on contract. Okay. Nathaniel yeah. Klein, you're leaving. You're that's three million a year on contracts saved. Right. You've got Karius. He, no one's going to buy him. We're probably going to have to pay people to take him. But will hell, will, will hell modeling will take him? So, so, someone's <laughs> going to take him, right? So you're saving a bit of money there. Harry Wilson, who's had a decent season for Bournemouth, first season in the Prem, seven goals in what, 25 games, I think. He's going to go for top dollar. Well, that's what we were expecting at the time because he's British, right? So ultimately, we were thinking, okay, so we're going to get rid of Shaq. We're going to get rid of... And, we wanted, 20, and we wanted 20 million for Lovren, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Was it, was it 23 million for Lovren or something like that? Which you get, we'll, we'll, which, we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch no, on that. You, you would have got Lovren, yeah. by the way. You would have got that uh, for Lovren. You would have got that for Lovren. 23 million for Who's paying 23 million for, for Lovren? Roma. Roma. Well, they, that's, why they, that's why they went for Smalling and said that they were going to um, try to make Smalling's. Um, they would situation. have paid 23 um, million last summer when they wanted him. That was, and we said, that, was when, that was when he's 29. He's 30 or going to be 30. We said, we said that, fam, nah, yeah. because we ain't got time to find another centre-back, bro. <laughs> All right, so ultimately, the point is, we in our heads had planned out X amount of players were going to leave and we were going to have X amount of money to spend, which in turn means that we can reinvest that into Werner. What's ultimately now happened is the season's been delayed. These players have to stay at the club. We can't get rid of anyone. So we don't actually have the money to trigger Werner's sale. During this... You had the furlough situation, which we obviously had to pull back out of. So we're now having to pay staff members with money that we didn't want to pay them with already. You've then got, um, what did I want to discuss? TV, so the TV deal. The TV deal, you're going to have to have a rebate of about 35 million. The Nike deal was supposed to start in June. It's now been delayed till August. To which so, we have to pay some money back with that as well. Exactly. So all these things come into play. And then you're then telling players that you potentially need to take some money away from them for the next couple of months because of the situation we're in. So how can you, Joe, let's say, for example, I'm your boss. I go to you, Joe. I know you've hit 25, bag, 25 goals this season, right? But... I need you to take a 15% pay cut for two months, yeah? You're like, okay, cool. I get the situation. You're in dire straits. I'm going to take the 15% pay cut. Next week, I sign, a, I sign someone new to sit beside you in the office. How are you going to feel? Fuck their feelings. Yo, yeah. we down. We <laughs> yeah. down. We down. When you're in Qatar, you're telling the whole squad... I fully understand everything you're saying. Like, your logic, I get it. That stream, I'm with it. That wave, I'm with it. Yeah. But we are, this is, we are in a position we haven't been for, mm, should we say 30 years? We'll say 30 years. Um, you have to forget about feelings. Like, that air of ruthlessness has to be part of our DNA. If we have the now, I understand as far as the, the money and being in dire straits. I don't know how we're in dire straits. I know we literally we we did good the year before. We didn't see, we didn't even spend any money. I think we maybe spent 
um, was it maybe um, was it three mm-hmm. mil on that defender? I, I can't remember his name. That that kid, that young. But we we literally didn't make any expenditures as far as transfers and major out, outgoings um, last season, um, going into this season as well. So in my head, I'm thinking at least we have money. Um, and it's probably the reason why I, I was angry then, but not too much now. Um, just more, just, just... So what I'm trying to get is we would have had the money if the season had played out as normal with that money that we're having to reinvest into certain things, we would have had that money. You, that's what I'm trying to get at. I mean, I, I, I get it, but I don't think the, 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 the amount that you think that we were, we were fixing the raise from those players, we would have got it. Like, I, okay, I don't right. know. Even forget the players for a second. Think about the refunds you're having to give back to season ticket holders. Oh, for the yeah, remaining. and that's and that's what I'm saying. I understand. I fully yeah. get it. And so I fully that's understand. Why. It's, it's, it's a situation where the tap is switched off. It's switched yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Do you not think? And here's a question that I, I mean, I've been I've been asked from from other people as well. Is do you not think this deal could have been done months beforehand? You're still in the same situation. No, not as in not literally, not literally over the last three months. I mean, like once it became very, very obvious that this 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 dude wanted to join us. Why didn't we get the deal sorted? Like we did with Navigator, why didn't we get the deal sorted for the following season? Blah blah blah. When we had the opportunity to do so. So, um, what with that question? What what is your answer to that? Because you still it. In our heads, we, we played a situation where we were thinking, all right, this bloke has clearly said he wants to come to us. We're going to clearly have the money. We're just about, we're going to win the league. So there's no need to rush anything. Why mm. are you going to spend money and like commit to something when you don't need to commit to it till the final minute? There's no mm. need because you, you, you have told me, Joe, you're coming to my club. You want to play for me. Cool. You've said it now. Word is bond, yeah? You've basically told me you're going to come to my club as long as I want you. Yeah, but this is but this is ball though. This is this is this is this is this is sports slash a, a business per se. So you can't always take someone's word for gospel. How many times has a player said that they wanted to come to Liverpool, ended up in Spurs, ended up in Chelsea, yeah, ended up once, but, yeah, like, and I think wherever, like, like, I mean, and I we, think for me, hmm. that that's where the frustration lies. Is that fair enough? Okay, if we can't get in for financial reasons. You know, those, those revenue streams have all been cut off. But I suppose the most frustrating thing is that, you know, we had a really good player there that fits the bill and potentially we've lost him to another club. It's not even the fact that he's going to stay at Leipzig for another year. The frustrating thing is that he's going to go to another club and a rival of ours. And, and, and clearly, where, and, yeah, go ahead. Go and and ahead. that is where the frustration comes from. Well, for me. Do you, do you, do, so if someone, if, and I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. So if someone says, well, if Chelsea can do it, why can't we do it? What 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 would be your response to that? Because well, you're gonna Chelsea you're gonna sold find a for oh, 160 sorry, sorry, million last year, and they sold Morata for 50 million, and that money's getting paid to them this year. So what, why why do you think they can make that money? You're also going to be in a situation where clubs who have got cash rich owners can just inject that cash right into the club. Uh, so you're going to be in positions where you know owners that are oligarchs, you know, owned by fucking nations, they're going to be in a massive advantage. You know what I mean? If this Newcastle deal goes through, they can throw all the money of the, of the wall they fucking want because it's not coming out of the club's pockets, coming from their owners' pockets. And all the shoddy accounting deals you can do, this is where they really kick in. You know what I mean? You know, like sell off uh, advertising to your best mate. 
you know, yeah, safe, I'm, uh, I'm really sad. Uh, I, I'm annoyed. I, I obviously thought that Werner was going to join the club. It, it is very irritating when he goes to a rival club of yours. Yeah, yeah. It is very annoying, but it. I still think we're signing someone because we need to get rid of these players. Who? Who? Wait and see. Ooh, no, it's, 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 see. for me, for me, it's not wait and see. I'm the thinking. The window. I'm thinking. Do you do? I, I'm thinking. Oh, the season's not even over yet. <laughs> windows no, no windows no. Oh, listen, 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 listen. You guys, and, and this, this is not about who's out there. This is now a. They have come out and said they will not be making any signings now. Because, you, hold on, hold on, guys, guys, hold on. Usually, I'll be like that's BS. However, as you guys have said, this is just like the, the current situation we're in. You might actually have to believe them if they're saying mm. that. Listen. We couldn't get Timo Werner over the line because of financial constraints. Yo, we're not going to spend any money. This season, there'll be no guys coming. We'll not be spending any money. Guys won't be coming in. You might, dependent. Have, to you might have to believe them. You might have no, to believe dependent them. is dependent on player sales. And plus, players. dependent on what's going on right now. We can't guarantee Krish, Anik and Ellis are leaving the club. But that's I, what I'm saying. That, that, that's, and that's why my stance has been... Um, after I calmed down how many um, days ago is don't expect any players to come in because I don't see where we're going to get the 18 mil for Shakiri. Um I don't see where we're going to get 20 million for Lovren. Bro, Newcastle want to pay for Shakiri, man. I can and see getting, <laughs> and getting um, I think it was, I think, what, what was it? 30 mil for, um, for Wilson. Basically slash all that in half because we're not we're not going to get what we want. So so on I that on that on that on that basis on that basis, Joe slash Werner. Since you since you know that they, no, that, but, but that's what, that's the point. They don't have to because they can they can get they can they can keep him for another year. You don't want to pay up, cool. We'll keep him for another year and then he'll go for uh, no. Has he got two years? Thirty-five mil. Yeah. Oh, and then he goes to the and they'll still still get they'll they'll get. And that's that's the situation. Somebody. That's the situation where if we get to the window and no one's made a move for it, we can say, okay, cool, we'll take him. We'll you know we'll we'll pay the thirty five mil now. Yeah. Here's, yeah. Ten, here's ten mil. Here's the deposit. We'll pay the next twenty five at the end of the year. Whatever. How about the point? They weren't even either. Yeah. Like again, yeah. he had his move messed up last season with Bayern. And he really wanted to come to us. And then obviously Klopp said that he can't commit to him in April. And if someone slaps 200k a week on the table for you, you're going to take oh, him. Come on, fam. You've got to take him. Regardless of how much you want to play with Klopp and that pause. This is the thing, you know. Right, you got to take right. him, fam. You could want to work saying... for Microsoft, didn't it? But if someone slaps 50k a year in your face for somewhere else. Off, bro. You've got to. You're going somewhere else. Guys, 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 you're, 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 you're missing what I'm trying to say. So what I'm saying is, listen, we understand now that we don't have the money to pay for whoever. It's like we said, it's like Ellis said, it's in this current, it's, it's like what Ellis and Vi said, it's in this current situation. Yeah. It is dependent yeah, on I mean, we're, we don't we're gonna know, be, We might adjust our forecast again at the end of the season and see right. what money reopens up. And then again, mm. we have the opportunity to be kind of like Arsenal. Arsenal in 13-14. Urza yeah. didn't become available until like the last week of the transfer window. Yeah. So right. you can have a situation where something like that comes into play again. Yeah, okay. I mean, to... to, to to Bahi's point, don't expect. I don't. I've already accepted there won't be anyone coming in. I know so things could change and all that other stuff could change. But I think when you go back and you think you, you're you're talking about the, the hits we've taken financially, I think they might actually just say, "Let's 
let's we might not win it next season, but at least we know we have enough quality to make top four, and we're probably not going to bring anybody in. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen, man. And, so, and the reason why that's not going to happen is they signed a deal with a clothing manufacturer, a sporting clothing manufacturer, where they're not getting paid much up front. The majority of the money is paid on percentage of sales, right? If you're not winning titles, you're not going to be selling merchandise. So if, if that merchandise deal is supposed to be worth 100 mil a year, but we're only getting paid 40 mil a year, the remaining 60 mil is dependent on your success. So if you then, as a club, decide, okay, we're just happy with top four, you're not going to reach that 100 mil a year you, know you what want. I'm saying? I mean, I mean, it's 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 the, the, you could also say it's it's Liverpool. I think we we we're big enough to where I think just the fact that we we've won that we've won the title that success in itself mm-hmm. this year. I think listen, I'm not no like I'm not like you, Fahi. I don't know about the, the the industry like that, so I don't know what the the the, the optics would be from a, from a, or projections would be from a sales perspective. But I I would like to think with us winning our first title in 30 years. That the merchandise will fly off the shelf. Yeah, but but don't forget, fans are fickle. Fans are fickle. Human beings are fickle, bro. You can be up top to tomorrow, next day you're down. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you don't have that continued success, like Fahi said, fam, people are gonna stop buying your stuff. If Liverpool win, let's say the next two titles, then don't win the next two titles. Fam, whoever wins the next two titles after that, they're gonna be the infing. <laughs> That's just, I, this is how it goes. It's, it's the expectation that we it's, it's, it's the expectation that we've put on the club historically. This year is our year. We're going to chance yeah. the title this year. Yeah. That 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 level of insanity from where it is normally that jumps at least four levels because you're going to what because the guys who were following the club during its glory years in the seventies and eighties they're going to kind of think all right cool that period's back. Us as not newer fans but kind of that that that, that new era new generation yeah yeah that DJ you know we're degeneration next basically. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna want to see that for the next few years because we've been you know in the slums in the ghetto for that long that we're just gonna expect it. And also yep. on the um on what Ellie said on fans being fickle. Um, if you remember, a good friend of the pod, James Pierce, did his Liverpool fan survey for Athletic Readers, mm. and there were two things that came up uh, in the results from the survey. One of them was, do you think of Liverpool as a financially stable, well-run club? Ninety-nine point six percent of voters said yes. So I just want to say, in terms of fickleness, yeah, the perception now that FSG out all that bullshit that's recent. Yeah, they ain't got no money. They ain't got they no ain't money. Got no money. So Where we All that bullshit. Um, and the other one was, let me just quickly find that. If Liverpool don't make a star signing this summer, I would. Fifty-three point one percent feel disappointed, but I could see the logic. Forty-two point five percent completely understand the situation, and then the remainder. Be angry and view it as a lack of ambition. Joel. Joel was the remainder. I, that, I voted that. That must have been me. <laughs> that, that, that is you. <laughs> that, must have been, that must have been me. I, I, I want to defend Joel as well. Because I want to defend Joel and like other fans that have complained about this because you need to understand for the past 10, 15 years, we've been the bitch boys of the league pretty much when it comes to transfers. And whenever we want to go in for a big player, Chelsea have always taken them away for us. Yeah. Right? Mm. So we're now in a situation where we're arguing. We're, we're arguably the best team in the world. Yeah, that should mean we get the cream of the crop if we want them. And if we're now getting to the stage again where we've set our hopes up of like, you know, we're the best team in the world. We're going to get whoever we want if we want them. We've got the best manager in the world as well. And then we're losing out a Werner. It's going to be irritating. So I completely. Fair. Get why yeah, I, I, I get where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, I, I, definitely fair. Yeah. 
But I, I still do think you need to apply some common sense to the situation, look at the financial situation, and also understand that nothing has been guaranteed in terms of money coming in from transfers. Until those players have left the club, that money's not coming into the club. So you can, you can adjust your budget afterwards, but right now you can't adjust anything. You can only adjust it to what you know. And if you know that X amount of money is coming into the club and we're going to have to give rebates and stuff like that out, then you can't make that signing. And it's just unfortunate. It's really irritating. I really wanted one at the club. It's just literally, you couldn't have made it up if you tried. You nope. just couldn't have made it up if you tried. Yeah. The best story writer in our whole entire world can never, can't even write this. Can't even write this. So it's just one of those things, isn't it? It, it, yeah, it, 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 it is what it is. Um, yeah, it is what it is. I have hope. I, I'm not saying that we're going to sign someone amazing. I do have hope, though, and I'm quite a pessimist. I do have hope that once we get rid of a few players, we'll sign someone. Will come in. But yeah. what sort of player could you see us signing? I can see us doing I, I don't want to say Josh, Josh King. Being recorded audio and video wise, and I don't need this being used against me. <laughs> <laughs> We can have private conversations where I leave you voice notes via iMessage, which didn't <laughs> He just went, do not attach any associations to this to me whatsoever. I have nothing to do with it, obviously. Just bless him. And I think the thing about player values as well is, who could tell you, I mean, I, I guess even the, the, big, the greatest of football minds, who could tell you what a player is worth at this current moment of time? Just mm. given the market, given fluctuations. Um, you know, it's like we said, 23 million or whatever it was for Dejan Lovren. Who could tell you what he's worth now? I mean, I could. Yeah, left on his Connie, so not much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah get a little cheeky 10. I don't know. You won't get anything. He's on 100k a week as well. Mm-hmm. Yo, who's, who's responsible for that? Me, Ellis, the one and only. <laughs> who, gave him, who gave him 100k? Company man. Oh, not me. I, I did it. I did it. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it must, must be your boy Michael Edwards, you know, like extraordinary businessman. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, if Joe is Joe is such a wally fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he signed the contract in 2017, then it was Michael Edwards. It was Michael Edwards. Yeah, 120k a week. Day and Love Lovren. Yeah, that was wild. Fair play, man. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Rich, next topic. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, he's cleaning up the beach in that man. You better give him his uh, give him his dues and stuff. Uh, onto on another outgoing. Um, and you know, with the socials, I don't know why the socials have been buzzing about this man all day. They're defending him to the high heavens like he was someone's <laughs> son. Um, we're going to have a discussion. Is Jordan Shakiri actually good? And does he fit in with the style of play that Liverpool FC want to go? <laughs> Joe's face is literally just told me all these time about this conversation. <laughs> uh, Shakiri, Shakiri's a decent player, man, but like you don't. Ellis, don't can he head the ball? No, nah, he can't right now. If he went Turkey, it's a myth. <laughs> now, Shakiri's a decent player. Like, obviously, we brought him in. We brought him in um, to be one of them substitute players that come in, take the weight off of the front three. For some reason, he can never stay fit. Um, sometimes he doesn't look committed. Sometimes the game just passes him by. He, he's, he's tenure at the club is summarised by the game versus Southampton last season. He had a blinding first half. He was absolutely unplayable, but then he got taken off at half-time. And that just summarises his tenure at Liverpool. He's nearly there, but he's not there. Um, 
even against Barcelona, that first half, he was shoddy. Absolutely shocking. For the whole game, was shocking. But he had a few moments where where he helped the team. He's a, he's a decent player, he's a good player, but he's not good enough to like bet bet your house on him. Or... Not good enough to cry about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not good enough to like cry about. No. If he left tomorrow, I'll be. Well, I was I was expecting him to leave. I was betting like yeah, twenty million for him quickly. Happy days. I think we'll still get it. Oh, well, nah, I don't think we will. You don't think we will? You get more than fifteen for him, I reckon. Mm. We'll make a profit on him. Man. Oh, we will make a profit. We will yeah, we'll make, make a profit. profit. On him. Yeah, we'll make a profit on him. How much did we get him for? Balance the books, FC million. baby. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> About twelve million, twelve thirty million or something like that. I mean, I, I won't even, I won't even front. Like, I think. He's a he's a decent player, and I, and I say that because he's one of those players where, in really really good moments where you need, he's got that quality where, if you need that final pass, that through ball, that whatever that is, he he has that in him. He's he's really good technically, and he's you know he's he's, he's good at you know set pieces. The only issue is, the rest of his game, doesn't allow him to be consistent enough, um, at the level that we need him to be, um, and he you know. You have to understand that I think with with Shakiri, it's a um, it's a hunger thing. I think he's he's won like good trophies um, won with everybody. Bayern. It's won the Champions um, League twice. Yeah, right. So it's like okay, this is just another opportunity for me to you know make some make some decent money, win another trophy or whatever that is. And I and I think that hunger and that desire isn't there. And um, there's some games where he he you know it may look like he is up to it. Um, but you have to understand is like outside of dropping deep and being that creative hub, he is pretty much limited. He's not going to outdo you for pace or whatever. I don't think he's really going to be good enough to play on the wing because you kind of... He isn't good enough, man. I mean, and that's, that's essentially it. He's just not good enough to, 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 to keep at that standard that you kind of need him to be at for Liverpool. So mm. it's a shame he has the ability. It's a shame he's just, he's just not going to be what we need moving forward because although... He has the quality, he, the the consistency, and the levels just have a matched up. And he's not he's not rubbish at, by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't understand the the attachment the fans have to him. Um, it's, it's the United game. I, the United game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I get it, but it, it's like yo, this is that ruthlessness I'm I'm talking about. Like we need to develop as a club. I mean, how do you develop some sort of attachment to a guy we don't really see? Um, too often, and then to find out that he's out, he's out there going to Turkey to go get his hair well, plugs. We, we don't know if it was Turkey. We, yeah, we, we don't know. know. Just, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> let, me, let me say, allegedly, he went out to <laughs> I don't know. As you can be watching, this is what, what, what the streets are saying. I don't, I don't know. He probably went to a Belgravia. Bel, hey, oh, hey Belgravia's in, in, in various parts of the UK. I mean, I God knows on the, God knows on Belgravia. It is what it is at this point. He's what he offers to Liverpool right now. We, I think, we've moved up a level um, as far as what we need from guys who are second tier or second in line. We kind of need them to be on level with the guys who are starting as well and match that level of production and match that level of intensity. And he doesn't bring that to the club, so that is what it is. Would you say he's met your expectations for what you thought he'd do, or has he been? Uh, I, th- no, I thought it would do a bit better. He's yeah. been disappointed for me because because yeah. of the talent yeah. level. Yeah, because of the talent level that he has, his left foot is like a one. Mm. I thought he was going to come in. Obviously, not be Mane Salah, Mane Salah Bobby level of that consistent 
like performance every week, but at least the drop off in quality wouldn't be that much. You wanted you know what them to be Yeah, I thought that. Do you know what I'm saying? I thought you have enough in his game to like beat the likes of uh, Sheffield United and and um, Burnley and that. But I don't know, man. I, th- I think it was a. Man. I-, I think it was a really shrewd signing at the time. I thought it was. But it was. It's, it's, it seems like a good bit of business. I think Stoke just went down, so he thought, all right, okay, we'll come in, we'll get the guy. He just, yeah, I agree. He just hasn't lived up to expectation. But I think, purely as a from a fan's point of view, he's just going to be remembered for those two goals against United uh, and the cross in the semi final. Yeah. But yeah, I think in summary, you just. Yeah, I don't think he's really lived up to to the expectation. That's the, well, story, I like of his, that's the story of his career, though, isn't it? Really, hasn't lived yeah. up to the expectation. Yeah. He's always flattered to deceive. Yeah, yeah. it's true. So like, all the ability's always been there. He's just never been able to, for whatever reason it is, put it together. Because when he was younger, um, he had he had blistering pace. I remember watching for a ball in the first few um, seasons of Bayern Munich. It was rapid. Mm. I don't know if he's just you know spent too much on the fucking leg press machine or what. <laughs> too way too much. Time, <laughs> but, one just, one too many protein shakes, mate. Yeah, man. You learn from you, Ellis. Uh, mate, yeah. Evidently, Ellis has been training up too much. Too many leg days. <laughs> yeah, we're one too many it's, leg it's days. It's just man. probably just hunger. I mean, he doesn't. It's not there. The drive and the hunger isn't there. Yeah. And, and I get it. And I understand. I, I might. I might be the same thing, the same way if I wasn't as 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 driven. Um, you know, I've won the Champions League. You know, I've I've done it before. I've I've been here before. I'm getting what is it? What was he? What's he on? Like 80, 90 a week. Um, yeah, so, he's on like eighty a week. Yo, I'm 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 eating good. I'm living good. All I have to do is come on, put on a decent performance, and I'm good. So it's probably not there for him. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll probably need to replace him as well. And I'm not quite sure whether we go into the academy to get someone or whether we go out and we need Young to go Brewster. Young Brewster's there, B. <laughs> no, Brewster's going back out on loan. Brewster's not going to make the Yeah, team after, after the season, now he's coming, B. Remember I told you, B? Word on the, word on the street. Word to God. I think he's actually going to stay the season. Next season, I think he'll be with us. Yeah, I think he'll stay next season. Brewster, because he's done all right at Swansea as well. He's scored quite a few goals. And we literally just said, like, you know, we want you to be part of the first team setup. The only reason we let him go out on loan was because he was coming back from injury and needed game time. And yeah. he needed professional game time, not under 23 level game time. So that's why we said, yeah. all right, six months, you go Swansea, sort yourself out. And then the next season, you're with us. Don't go from, to from, from what From what you've seen from Brewster, do you think he can actually come in and actually be of a decent level? Not to the no. level that I thought. In my opinion, not to the level that I thought he would. But, again, I think sometimes players are boosted around the players they're playing with. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think he will pick up things from front three. And I think right now he's struggling to understand. or It's not even him struggling to understand. It's hard for us to understand where Klopp actually sees him playing. Is it actually as a centre-forward? Or is or, it playing on the on like wide? Exactly. Do you get what I mean? Is he, is, is he even quick enough to play wide? I, I don't. Decent pace. That, that, that not, PMP that that that, that, that you know. I'm, bef- I'm, I'm, before the in, before the injury, he was rapid. Yeah, yeah. but this but is twenty. That's he's, he's twenty. So, so that, that, that shouldn't change him. He's twenty. No, he had an Achilles injury. Come on, man. Was an Achilles? Oh, oh, yeah. I see. All right, so Achilles. That's not Achilles. Yeah. 
So it's in that weird, it's in that weird realm of where he's got to try and readjust his game to, you know, suit his body. Yeah, as don't well. expect him to leave next. Don't don't expect him to go out on loan again. He's he. Mm. I think he's staying with us. Yeah. That's, we committed a lot to him for him to sign that deal in the first place. A lot. Yeah. yeah. He was and, off. And everything you hear from him from people at the club say that you know, he is a you know he's a good player, um, mm-hmm. and you know everyone high up has high expectations for him, and that's after the injury as well. So. And again, to say that, you know, we're going to give you first-team opportunities when you could, he could have gone to Borussia Mönchengladbach a few seasons ago. Is he still, is he still contracted to Swansea? Is he still contracted? Yeah, he's going to finish been extended, though. yeah. Okay, all right. Which is good, man. Um, so what do you think, in terms of Shakiri? who do you think would come in to be that viable option if we went out to the market to get someone? Because you could, you could so say I, that his replacement would be Minamino, but... Them boys. <laughs> if you could get Dembele from young Dembele, we would. Dembels. Here's my issue with here's my issue with Ellis, and um, like I like Ellis. He's you know he's from a good a good family, good stead. He's, he's a he's a he's a good guy, he's a good guy. But he's a crazy guy. He's a like I don't I don't I don't I don't understand why you think I don't I don't understand why you're mentioning Dembele. Why not? Why? What's wrong with you? Like, what's wrong with Dembele? <laughs> listen, listen. That kid does not want to come. How do you know, bro? That kid does not want to come. Bro, you're, you're, you're thinking. Dembele is one season away from uh, ending up in McDonald's. I don't know why you want to come. I think. Do you know what? Um, I understand from what we know. He likes McDonald's, bro. <laughs> he, he, he. I think he might be fine. With, he might be fine with it. It's like, bro, you're thinking from a normal person. Hold on, let me get my rocks off. I think you're thinking of a normal person where it's like, yo, Barcelona are really treating me like, like I'm just any random cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. They're saying I want him. They're basically pushing him out. And you, you would think, okay, I need to leave. This cat doesn't want to leave. I think he wants to stay and prove he's worth at Barcelona. I think Fun. even if Barcelona say to him, yo, you're going to end up at McDonald's. Like, you're really, we're going to give Ansu Fati more game time than you, he will still think that yo, I can I can really get it done. The kid's not gonna come. He's not gonna come. Bam. Listen, they they've literally said to him his diet is absolutely poor. He eats McDonald's here, there, left, right, and everywhere. He, because he's he, not motivated. He change from. for Barcelona, the biggest club, quote unquote, quote in the world. What makes you think he's gonna turn around and do this and, and actually listen to Klopp or or, or want to play? He's, he will come. He will come, bro. I forget think... about them, baby. Don't, don't mention his name again. You're yeah, so grubby, bro. You must, you must be so fit. fun at parties, bro. Bro, he can't stay fit. He can't stay fit. We buy him 35 mil, another Andy Carroll can't stay fit. Bro, no, he can. Bro, he can't stay fit, bro. I think we could, I think we do the thing where we loan him for a year and have the obligation to buy him. That's just, yeah, literally, literally what we do. Literally. But what's, what's the, what's the incentive for him? Prove that you can actually play football. Um, <laughs> yeah. Prove, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> there is, there is none. There is, there is none. Like, like, he, he, he's one of the rare players that I, I, I say he is actually, like, he's, his talent is generational. The guy is ridiculous. He's mad. Like, and, he's got, and he even, can use even both feet. Today, I still don't know what, what, what foot is he's more um, dominant for. I still don't he know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Right? And I'm thinking, okay, that hunger and drive to be the world's best should be there. Okay, I don't see that, and I, I don't see that in him. He's he just and it's I'm, I will never say with with 
with a kid from his background, oh, it's an attitude problem. I don't want to, I don't like, well, that's what it is. I don't I think it is hunger. that anyway. I think it's the hunger and the drive to be, to, I think he's realised, okay, I've made the move from Dortmund to Barca. I've arrived. I've made it. This is like the highest level I can, and he's dropped off. And then as, as a result of that, his fitness has gone down. His diet's gone down. His fitness has gone down. He can't stay fit. Every day it's a hamstring tear. This is this and that. Where now he's 23? 22? I think he's only 22, 23. Young, and man. what you don't want is a player who already has like a, a, a finished body at 22, 23. We bring him in and it's like, yo. Because I don't, I don't, I don't like the, the injuries he's been getting in the succession. I think he's done, his body is done. So I don't, I don't want us to go and put together a thirty-five million pound risk on a player that is probably that is miles better than Sancho in my in my opinion. But his body can't live up to that because his his body shot that he's, he's he's basically I see him as like Daniel Sturridge right now. That's the way I see it, and and I don't know whether or not that's a good enough risk for us to take at 35 mil or whatever um, the price has been touted around. So, I don't know. It's, it's, the floor is yours on, on this. We'll see, man. We'll see. Obviously, that's just speculation. That's just up in the air, man. But we'll see. But we, obviously, we do still need to replace um, Shakiri somehow. Uh, anyone else for any other players they'd like to see take the Shakiri place or anyone they'd like to see just come in? Just, just for a <laughs> laugh. Anyone, anyone you can think of that would have known. Who's that kid from Norwich? Um, Cantwell. Cantwell. I'll take him. I like I'll, it. I like I'll his. I like 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 it. I like how he listens to Young Fug. That's that's always a good. I'm not, I'm not having Grealish though. No thing. No, like that doesn't make no. I'll take Get him. Out. I think Greenish is all right. Nah, I'll take Greenish. Greenish is sick, bro. Of course, Greenish is Greenish is sick. Greenish is shut up. I'm not saying anything, Joe, but you know how I feel. Harry <laughs> 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 Wilson and 10 mil for Greenish. Who says no? Um, um, a player that also cut contention when he signed and still continues to have a bit of contention around him to this day is uh, Mr. Jordan Brian Henderson himself. Um, it's nine years to the day, as you can see from Fahi's background of him benching the premier prize in club football, possibly in world football, to be honest with you. It's, it's such a prestigious competition that some clubs haven't won in this country. It's sad. It's disappointing to see. You hate to see it. Um, we have see We it. have six of them. That's, you know, you know what I mean? You could, you could total them all together from all the clubs in England and you still wouldn't reach the amount that we have. Um, yeah, Henderson. Sorry, I got sidetracked there. Um, so nine years ago today, he signed for Liverpool Football Club. Um, and you know what? Fair, I, you know what? Fair play to him. He's had some limitations himself as a player, injuries and whatnot. He's had to readapt his game to suit a different system. And I think he's done quite well. You, you see how it is: leader on the pitch, leader off the pitch. So I just want to see how you guys felt about Jordan Henderson, the man. Jordan Henderson, the player. Jordan Henderson, the dad. Whatever. Um, <laughs> how you guys feel about Henderson to this day. You want me to just break down season by season? Because I, I can literally just go for it if you really want. Are you a Henderphile? I mean, I mean, I was. <laughs> and then I wasn't. But now I respect him again. But yeah, we, we can go through it. You know, David scores a couple of goals in the first six weeks of being at the club. Kane used to play him right and um, wide right to allow Gerard and Charlie Adam to start together and play together. The Charlie Adam era, right. He was shifted on the right, but he featured heavily that season. Started the Cup Final, League Cup against Cardiff. Started the FA Cup Final against Chelsea as well. Overall, first season, it was all right. 
2012, Brendan Rodgers comes. Um, he's happy to move him on. Makes my man cry. You know, it's, it's a bit peak. But, you know, Hendo decides, you know, I want to stay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and win my place back. So, he does somehow... Dem- he, he does, does what Joe thinks Dembele can't do. Fight for his place. <laughs> I mean, it's arguable. We've not seen it yet from Dembele, but... We'll see. But yeah, like, you know, he, he made a similar amount of appearances that season. Scored more goals as well. Um, helped the style of football, was more free-flowing as well. So that helped. And plus, Coutinho and Sturridge came in January. So that helped him too. And then obviously you had the stellar season, 13-14. Um, Rodgers decided to move Gerrard to a sitting position and made Henderson the engine of that midfield. He flourished in the midfield. Three had Sturridge, Suarez, Sterling, Coutinho... That also helped him, obviously. Um, the reason we lost that title that season isn't because of the slip. It's because of Hendo. It's the fact that he was banned for the Chelsea game, all thanks to Victor Moses' shit pass against Man City. Let's not forget. 14-15, um, obviously, it showed how confident Hendo was um, because of the 13-14 season. And then he was rightly given the vice-captaincy at the time. Um, obviously, Rodgers knew at the time that Gerald was going to be leaving as well. So it made sense to kind of Berth Hendo in slowly for their captaincy role. The highlight of the season wasn't too much. He scored more goals from what I remember. I remember the goal against City, the curler. Nice goal. And he stood up to Diego Costa. You know, it's a meme to this day. So that, that was 14-15. But then it did end on a bad note. The FA Cup semi-final against Villa. Um, he got bossed by Delph and Jack Grealish, age 17 at the time. Um, well, how time flies. Yeah, time does fly. Then he gets to 2015-2016, first season as captain. It was basically a write-off because he was injured for half the season. Um, but you could see a bit more vim in him. Like, you could see a bit more character. Like, he was trying to be aggressive and vocal on the pitch. And, you know, we did call him out because it did seem a bit forced. But it takes time. Like, you're, you're trying to take over the mantle from Steven Gerrard, like, the, one of the greatest captains the club has ever had. It, it, it's, a, it's a tough place to fill. So it, it took him a bit of time. And then 16, 17, obviously, Klopp came in in October, um, moved him into the DM role. And then that's kind of when I started falling out of love with Hendo. I didn't like the way he was used. Um, I could understand it because obviously he had the ankle injury and it would kind of mean that he wouldn't be able to be the all action Hendo that we kind of loved before. But I wasn't a fan of the way he was being utilised. I didn't really like the way he was told to move the ball. I didn't like the way he was, you know, staying back. He wasn't trying to attack the final third, which I actually thought was a strong point of his. Um, So that's when I started falling out of love with him. 17-18, you know, it was a good season for him. He was largely injury-free. We got to the Champions League League final, sorry. Um, We debated his position every single week I, th- I, th- I think between us we all would have debated his position I know Ellis was um, defending Hendo non-stop on the timeline um, that was the height of the Emre Chan Jordan Henderson debate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it was and um, I personally think the reason it was being debated all the time was because we as like Liverpool fans were used to seeing his energy all over the pitch and the more conservative approach was really irritating us and ultimately, it wasn't his fault because he was only following the instructions given to him. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. But we knew he could do more in midfield because we'd seen him do it and he wasn't allowed to show it. So it was, it was really irritating to watch. 
2018, 2019 is kind of what kind of has completely changed Hendo's legacy, in my opinion. Fabinho obviously came in, um, but it took him time to settle. First half of the season, Hendo continued in midfield with Wijnaldum and Milner. And then the moment Fabinho was ready to start regularly, the question marks started over Hendo and Milner. Both of them would be benched every so often. And you're like, ooh, who's going to actually drop out? And then it got to a stage where Hendo was benched for like a couple of two, three games in a row. And it was a bit of a weird one. And then he obviously asked Klopp to go back to his box-to-box position. He knew he was never going to be picked ahead of Fabinho. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made yeah. sense to kind of try and change his role. And it did work out perfectly. Like, you know, I personally get emotional watching him hug Klopp at the, during the Champions League final after we won it. Yeah, of course. Think about where he was in 2012, 2013, where he got to the point where he was about to be shifted out to Fulham for Clint Dempsey, and look at where he ended up getting to, winning like the most prestigious cup in club football. He knew he wasn't the captain that a lot of LFC fans wanted. Like it was pretty obvious a lot of fans didn't want to be captain, but you know he kept at it, and ultimately it worked out. This season he's been faultless, apart from a couple of games. I think Salzburg and United away, he was quite poor. Um, but in general, he's been one of the key reasons we've been as successful as we've been. And ultimately, he deserves to lift the title. So he's going to be what, the second British captain after Rio Ferdinand to lift the um, Champions League and Prem. So, you know, big up Jordan Brian Henderson, 359 games. What is it? Four trophies now? Three as captain. And then you've got another one to come. He deserves his plaudits. He just, yeah, he deserves his flowers, man. I mean, the, I think the leadership stuff still says to me more than anything. It's like you said, it, it, seemed, for, it seemed forced uh, at the beginning. But you look at it now, and I think the, one of the interesting things is going to be how, with, with no crowd noise and stuff at these games, you're going to see how much he actually bollocks people and how aggressive yeah, he is in doing it as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And again, like... He he's one of those players where he is like Marmite, but I really do think the Marmite comes from the way he was used by Klopp. I I honestly think that was half the problem here. Yeah, we liked him as a box to box midfielder. We did not like him as a DM. Well, not the not the right back. Remember when he was he was utilized as a right back? I think he's been utilized everywhere, and I think that that's where it comes from. I think. I mean, Henderson deserves every. Everything that that's coming his way, I think you you're you're very um, clear on how I think about the evil that Rogers has done, and I think um, you know him almost being sold to Fulham is, is probably like the the lowest point for him, mm. and the way he's he's taken it on and and he's and he's 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 improved himself and invented himself. I think. The reason why I like Henderson is because everybody else hates him. As in, other fans hate him and cannot stand him. And hate him again. Any sort of um, plaudits, they just don't understand. They just they think he's just rubbish and t- that's where it is. But we understand and appreciate the energy he brings. And, the, and he's actually pretty good, technically, as well. And I think because he moves a certain way, plays a certain way, they don't really appreciate that. But you have to understand, over the last... Oh, God, how many yarks um, since... Uh, when did he come in? Did he come in un- under... Um... Kenny. Kenny. Was that Dal- Dalvish? Yeah. yeah, so it'd be... Uh... So from, the, from, from the Dalvish arc to Rogers to um, to Klopp, the, the guy is that he's invented himself and he's been part of our system 
as in he's managed to reinvent himself to be an integral part of each of those systems. So it's like you take it takes away from the fact that he's an intelligent player, first and foremost, outside of his ability to, to be there, to be available um, when you need him. He's a very intelligent player to be able to cover those positions he's played in and to be able to cover those systems he's played in. And I think that's where the appreciation comes from with, with a lot of LFC fans. I think obviously we are sometimes frustrated because we know he can do better and the, the, those performances when we sometimes probably need more from him, we don't get it. But I think you have to understand that this 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 guy is... If you remember, if you remember, everyone was talking about Wilshire, everyone was talking about all these other players that Anderson came along with, and he's outlasted all of them. Yep. And he's actually probably been more successful than all of them. And that's just testament. Probably he has been. He has, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, 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 some, I'm pretty sure some will find an argument there, but that, that's fine. That's that's true. But you have to remember this guy is an intelligent player first before he's an amazing athlete as far as athletic ability. And um, I think the way he's reinvented himself and the way he has proved himself and, and now he is adored by the, the Liverpool fans is just testament to his character. I think any any any... Any bits or any issues I had with him went um, probably before last season, way before last season, actually. And I just kind of just accepted him for, for who, you know, for, for the player he is and what he brings to the club, the passion and energy and, and how he always, he's always keeping those standards up. So as far as Jordan Henderson, if, if he wanted to even argue that he's LFC's best ever, Liverpool's best ever captain, I won't even argue. I won't, like, you can have it, you can do whatever. He's done. He's gone from on the bottom and he's taken us to the top and um, I think it's kudos to him and, and I think it'll be more than fitting for him to raise that Premier League trophy just to disgust the fans even more I hope he wins the player of the year um, I think if that happens the amount of um, uh, grade A abuse of certain substances will go literally sky high because he will absolutely have just proved everybody wrong as far as the kind of player he is. And kudos to him. Kudos to him. Nothing yeah, and also, I just, want to add, I just want to add the point of, you know, like, okay, he may not be the prettiest player with the ball, yeah? But he's, there's a lot more. Again, I have this argument with Milner all the time. There's a lot more that comes to a player than just his ability with the ball. There's a lot of what he does in the dressing room. Yeah, Henderson is clearly a great captain. Everyone praises him for a reason. We see the amount of work he does with the youth team, with the community, even with um, the NHS staff giving them money and all that stuff, the donations and getting players to chip in. Like, he does all the right things for the club, and ultimately he needs to be celebrated for that. Yes, he's had sh- like some shocking performances <laughs> in his time, but who hasn't? Everyone has. Yeah. So um, yeah, you just got to big him up. Hundred percent, you got to big him up. And he's yeah. got us to the point for us to win the league title. Like, we've waited our whole, whole lives for this. What, what more do you want? Yeah. I think he's had, you know, I think he came in, you know, 20, 2011. Yeah, 2011. And he's had, you know, three, four teams around him come and gone. Managers as well come and gone. And he's stuck there. He's persevered with the team. He's had real bad lows. I think you alluded to it, Far, you know, Lost the FA Cup final, came so close in the 13 14 season. 16 he's lost four finals. Exactly. But then, you know, he's, he was there for the highs as well. So obviously, the Champions League, um, you, know, of, you know, we're really close to the league. 
And I think what, what Joe said is that, you know, we're going to prove everyone wrong. I think he's already proved everyone wrong, but no one else wants to believe it, is that he is a great, he's, he's a great captain for us. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what, what, what he's done for us, you know, you've got, to, you've got to have hats off to him, especially off the pitch as well. It's just, yeah, fantastic. Al, any final words from you on Henderson? No, I mean, everyone said everyone said everything. I think, um, like Fahi said, I was a staunch defender of Henderson. Um, that's just because I thought he was getting that like, was a bit over the top. The bollocking was a bit over the top. Like we lose again, yes, yeah, because of Hendo, because of Hendo. Like all right, like, it was nothing. There was nothing um, tangible to it. It was just that like, yeah, Hendo, and. Like again, like Fahey said, him playing that number six role for Klopp, obviously that wasn't his best position, but he just had to do a job there. And that's just the story of Hendo's Liverpool career. That he does a job when the job needs to be done. Again, he's not the he's not the best footballer we've ever seen. He's a decent footballer, a good athlete, but he does what needs to be done. And I think his leadership qualities is what helps um, Liverpool a lot in and around the dressing room on the pitch. Um, I think I saw an interview with um, Genie. And Jeannie said he was up there with one of the best captains that he's had. And just because that like, he just shouts a lot, a lot. And Jeannie said it was annoying, but from he was drumming a message into everyone to like you can't let your standards, can't let your standards drop. And that's why we are where we are, because standards haven't been dropped for like the last two and a half years. So yeah, yeah big kudos. He's he's done. He deserves he deserves everything that comes his way, man. Obviously, like he's had games where we thought, wow, but this guy is not playing well. What footballer doesn't? Um, but he knows within himself he's not going to be Steven Gerrard he's not going to be we've been spoiled man we've been spoiled with Gerrard we have we yeah. have with Gerrard because we saw Gerrard do so many mad stuff so we we expect every centre midfielder who's English to be as good as Gerrard it's, it's not possible like, everyone's different everyone has different attributes everyone has different ways of influencing their, in their games so yeah big, big kudos to him like, he's done he's done well in the nine years like yeah that's it really yeah, I think yeah, we have definitely been. <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for those who not 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 watch on YouTube, uh, everyone's giving him a bit of a giving Henson a good watch round of applause. YouTube, watch on YouTube. But yeah, definitely watch and on listen YouTube. on Spotify and Apple. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, um, you know the Patreon page will be coming soon, so keep coming with those donations. Those donations. 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 Gifts. Gifts. <laughs> More gifts. More gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyone anyone for any anything else before we uh, before we sign off I just wanted to um, quickly promote the Touchline Fracker Discord server Um, there is a server that started last week and it has all the um, club servers in there so you've got Coppen, you've got Muga, you've got Touchy Gunas, you've got Chessy Hour, and you've got a general chat as well. So I really think if you guys want to chat football and you don't want to do it on the timeline, you don't want to do it on Twitter, join the Discord server. We will include the link with the tweet tomorrow morning. Um, and yeah, join and start debating with us. We're all on there and we will be soon. Yeah, so if you want to talk Henderson with Elle, you want to do conspiracy theories <laughs> with Joe, you want to talk? Fa- you want to talk fashion with Farhi? You want to talk about Annex Garden? You want to talk about my ponytail? You can do it all in the Discord server, man. You can do it all. It's there's just so many reasons to join. So, you know, like Farhi said, we'll be popping that link under the tweet when it goes live. 
when this podcast, you know, when you finish this podcast. So, you know, what perfect timing. Um, boys, I want to thank you so much again for joining me this week for yet another great episode of Cop and Fracas. Thank Hopefully you. We'll find some more money next week to keep the podcast going. Um, like LFC with the transfers. <laughs> We're going to have to set up our only fans at this point. <laughs> just to get one of the we're going to have to set up an OnlyFans. Of course he wants to, Joel. Of course he does. Who, me? Of course you do. Nasty man. Then it really would be cock and fracas, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, make sure you edit that out. Make sure you <laughs> <laughs> do you want to push this OnlyFans account or not, man? This is what people. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, um,. But yeah, um, as Fahi said, be sure to subscribe to the Discord channel. I'm going to drop the link to this underneath the tweet. Uh, of course, be sure to subscribe to Tussine Fracas so you can get the best the best content for you know the top four clubs, Chessie Hour, uh, uh, Tushy Gunas. You're getting Nugget. five to six podcasts a week, man. Well, You're getting you... so much content, man. I mean, oh, think about so all the stuff content. that... All the stuff that Tussline have been dropping, you know, ourselves with, you know, the exclusive interviews with, you know, world-renowned journalists. You've got the, the Muggle one from yesterday with uh, Rants and Bants, which was, you know, really entertaining. Um, yeah, you, you had Touchy you had um, Touchline with Ed Aarons as well. Yeah. I mean, why would you not want to subscribe on YouTube um, slash Touchline Broadcast and, of course, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music? Yeah. Um, so yeah man come and get all your content from us I mean you might have an athletics club subscription but you know we're better so you know here's what it is <laughs> but again of course on the timeline get involved with the bands using the hashtag touchline fracas and of course at us at cop and fracas basically yeah. you can communicate in any way you want man literally we're everywhere we are everywhere you will see us all over the place <laughs> we are like CCTV in London we are everywhere if you want to talk again, man, you want to talk about anything, we're always here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and of course, we'll be back next week, you know, uh, with, an, with actual games to talk about, hopefully. Um, from Bundesliga. No. We, well, yeah, actually, so Bundesliga. Bundesliga. And we can actually preview the Merseyside derby. Amazing. With no, with no form whatsoever for the past four months, we're going to preview a game. I'm going to watch, you know, um, LFC do the inside training videos. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we'll analyse that. Well, I like the training video. video. Again, we've got, we, we've got video now, so we can do tactical analysis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. the, the, the possibilities are endless. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening to um, the Copper and Fracas on the Touchline Fracas Network this week. We'll be back next week with a fresh episode. So until then, stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Peace. <laughs>
This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com terms for more details. Sports Social Podcast Network.